Welcome to Pathway to Faith Podcast, the media ministry of Harvest Church International Outreach, where we elevate and nurture families through the Word of God. We are so glad that you are here and believe that God will change your life through today's message. Let's listen. And I want to share with you a scripture out of Hebrews 11 chapter and uh, Luke the 18th chapter and the 8th verse. I want to go to Luke the 18th chapter and the 18th verse first. And we're going to do a smuggish board, a prophetic message to this church. And um, in the book of Luke, and I want to say a whole lot, but I got to get into this. We are blessed to have this man in our life. Pastor, you don't know how much you mean to the body of Christ. Your value, you're changing life. That's why the devil's so upset with you. But faith don't build a shield around you, sir. And the Lord told me as I was in this morning, the Lord spoke to me and said, he's now no longer raising up disciples. He's raising up generals. You're raising up a whole new breed of army. This ain't no Rudy Poop army that you're raising. As the military says, he'd give you assignment. And there's generals that have assignment over certain posts and army places. But God has assigned you to this whole region. He's assigned you and more is to come. He's assigned you. He's put you on assignment. You'll be instructing and giving birth to men and women that don't know how to quit. They're faith people. I want to talk to you about faith this morning. And in the book of Luke, the 18th chapter, it says, verse 8, it says, I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, Shall he find faith on the earth? And the Son of Man coming, shall he find faith on the earth? In the book of Hebrews, familiar passage of scripture we all know. Hebrews 11 chapter. In the 11th chapter it says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtain a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. By faith 
Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gift. And by it he being dead yet speaketh. By faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God has translated him. But before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. Good Lord. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them, of them yes, sir. that diligently seek him. Diligently seek him. He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Yes, sir. When mom asked me to speak, I, um, thought about speaking, asking the Lord, what do you want me to speak on? And I said, do you want me to speak on, this is the year of release? Do you want me to speak on the power of the seed? The messages that God has given, do you want me to speak on restoration? And and the spirit of the Lord said no. So I'm going to talk to you this morning about unleashing your faith. Unleashing, I didn't say release, unleashing your faith. Each and every one of us in this room as believers has been given the measure of faith. And it's more than a mustard seed because he said, if you have the faith as a size of a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, be thou removed and be cast into the sea. And it would get up, you say to this mountain, it would get up and be cast in. This sycamore tree would get up and be cast into the sea. Jesus was describing the power of your faith as it grows and increase uh, day by day because we go from faith to faith. He said, your faith have the ability to do the impossible. Jesus said that. Nobody else said. He said, if you can believe, all things are possible to him that believe. They asked him, why can we cast the devil out? He said, because you're unbelief. The satirian man came unto him and asked for him to heal his servant. And Jesus was on his way. He said, I don't need for you to come. Just say the word. Jesus marveled at his faith. Jesus marveled at his faith. He marveled at his faith. That means he backed up and said, whoa. You talking about the son of God marveling at a man that is not even a Jew. He didn't even come from, come, come from Israel, but Jesus marveled at his faith. Faith always get the attention of God. 
anybody that has faith, anybody that trusts and believes who God is and what he can do, it gets the attention of God. Jesus backed up and said, I haven't found, I'm looking for this. I haven't found faith like this. No, not in Israel. And then he makes the statement, I tell you the truth. They shall come from the north, the south, the east, and the west and sit with Abraham, who is the father of faith, who is the one that believed God when he showed him all the stars of the sky. That's all he needed to do. And the Bible said, and Abraham believed God, and God said, I count you righteous because you believe me. Faith. And then Jesus tells the centurion, go your way, your faith. <laughs> Your faith, be it done unto you according to you as you believe, your servant is healed. Power of faith. Faith is not just anything. Faith is a spirit. It is a spirit that when the spies came back from spying out the land, and all 12 of them came back, and 10 had a bad report, can talk about the giants in the land, Caleb said, let us go over at once, for we are well able to overcome them. This might have been his first time seeing giants because he was a, a slave all his life. Now he see God cross them over in the Red Sea and give them manna uh, and feed them in the wilderness and water. And now Caleb Something is happening, shifting in Caleb. He does, he does not have the slave mentality. He doesn't feel inferior to the Egyptian because he saw his God work for him. Even saw God speak to them from a, a mountain full of fire. Didn't make no difference how big the giants was. Didn't even, it doesn't matter to him. I've seen and I heard something different because I heard my God speaks to me. And when God speaks, God speaks faith. Faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Many times we read scripture, we're just, just, just hearing, but it haven't came to us. Faith have not showed up yet. And so what happens is that you got to keep hearing. And as long as you get your spiritual ears to hear, then faith shows up. Faith is a spirit that gets on you. That makes you look beyond your present conditions, your situation. It's a spirit that gets on you that you know God is God. Nobody have to tell you. Nobody have to explain it to you. I just know he is God. And Caleb said, we're well labeled. I know we're well labeled. Then when judgment came because of unbelief, See, unbelief is something that you got to make sure you avoid when judgment comes because of unbelief, because God wanted to do something great. It was, like it was time for them to possess the promises that God made to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob that this land, Canaan, will be their land. It was their moment, their moment right now. You don't want to miss the moment that God prepared for you for such a time that he's put you in. You miss that moment through unbelief. And so what happened was that God said, all of them, 20 on up, they won't see the promised land. They could not enter in 
because of unbelief. I spoke to him, but the word was not mixed with faith. <clears throat> you don't just need the word, but you need the faith to believe the word. And the word was not mixed with faith, and they could not enter in. But Caleb, Caleb, God says, even in King James Version, Caleb had a different spirit on him. Oh, he didn't say Caleb just said something. He said Caleb had a different spirit on him, and the spirit on Caleb was faith. Faith made Caleb believe because he received faith. And it's time for us to embrace faith so the spirit of faith can begin to operate in our life. Faith will preserve you even though it may be delayed. The promise may be delayed. For 40 years he had to delay the promise. But God said to, to uh, Moses that Caleb is going to get into the promised land. So Caleb fought with Joshua in the promised land, and they fought together for five years. Then Caleb comes to Joshua and says, look at me. The day that Moses sent me out to spy out the enemy, I was 40 years old. I was 40. Look at me. Look at me. Faith will preserve you for your destiny. Faith will preserve you for your destiny. If you can possess the spirit of faith, if you allow the spirit of faith, I don't care how difficult, I don't care how long it may take, when God said that Caleb is going to get into the promised land, God's word was sure. It will never return back void. And this is important for you and I to know there's some things that God has said to Harvest Church. There's some things that God has said to you as believers, individually and corporately. He has said these things. It may look like it's delayed, but don't you compromise your faith that though it look like delay, you just keep looking at what he said. You need to give him praise off of that. I Look at somebody and say, don't lose the spirit of faith. And Caleb says, look at me. I'm now 85 years old. 85 years old. I don't know what faith did. It must have went into his bloodstream and gave him some vitamins like none before to preserve his blood that his body did not deteriorate. His muscles were still strong. His bones were still strong. His eyes were sharp. He said, look at me. I'm 85 years old and God has kept me for war. For war. Look at somebody that said, faith ain't, no faith ain't no joke. And so we see, we see what faith did. Then he says something, because only faith people can say this. The giants were still on the mountain that he had looked at. Caleb had spied at that 40 something years old and said, Yeah, yeah, that's mine. Yeah, that's what I want right there. All the other spies going, man, you see them giants? No, no that's, that's mine. He got a revelation, I don't know, from inside of him that said, that's mine. Have you ever passed by something or grappled or God has showed you something and said, that's yours? 
Wait a minute, somebody else is living in that house. That, no, that's your. No, 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 that's, stop by the, by the, uh, what the, car, the car dealer, that's yours. You ever heard God speak to you from the scriptures and say, this is who you are? Faith. Oh, Caleb, that's mine. So he went to Joshua, who was the leader, who was assigning everybody their lot. He said, give me this mountain. The Lord be with me. He'll chase the giants out. Faith. Faith. Unleashing faith. He unleashed his faith when no other of uh, the spies unleashed their faith. He unleashed his faith and said, we're well able. And faith does not die. Do you know that faith is eternal? Faith, once you unleash it, faith got to perform what you have said because Jesus said, if you can believe, you can say to this mountain, be thou removed and be cast into the sea. And he said, I tell you, if you believe in your heart and do not doubt, it will get up and cast into the sea. He said, whatever you pray for, believe that you receive it and you shall have it. You've been praying for some things, so don't stop believing. Unleash your faith. Unleash your faith. And we see through the heroes of faith. I didn't go through all of the, um, the Hebrews 11 chapter. I just shared a little bit with you. But the heroes of faith, the heroes of faith. They talk about the heroes of faith. By faith, Abraham did. By faith, Enoch walked with God. By faith, Noah built the ark. By faith, we already know the story. By faith, they did it by faith. These are men and women. Even Rahab got in on it, and she was not even a part of the Israelite. She said that when we heard what your God did to the mother on the other side, I know there was not a, not a, a, a courage in no man. And she said, your God is God. Rahab got in on it, and Rahab got herself saved. Slipped by death through faith. Oh my God, slipped from death, slipped from destruction. Her, not just her, but her whole family. She brought all her family by faith. Ruth got in on it. Ruth got in on it with Naomi. Naomi didn't have nothing. Her husband was dead. Her son was dead. They didn't have no children. They didn't have no descendants. She had two daughter-in-law. One went back, and she was trying to make Ruth go back. But Ruth said, God forbid me for this. Where you go, I go. Where you lay down, I lay down. Where you die, I die. Your God is my God. Faith took her to a field by the man named Boaz. Took her to the field gleaning. Faith may have you gleaning that you got to get in a little bit, but that's not your ending. And faith had a pro faith. You better stay in faith even if you have to glean because one day Boaz going to He will show up. He will show up. But you got to stay in faith. Unleash your faith. People may look at you and laugh at you and whatever, what you're doing, I'm unleashing my faith. I'm not holding on the leash anymore. I done took it off the leash. Second faith. See a 
up there unleashed her faith, gleaning in the field. Boaz shows up and says, who is that? Faith will attract a godly person. Faith will attract a godly man. Faith will attract her. It's an attraction. That's why I've been attracted to this man all my time since I saw him because faith attracted me to him. Showed up, Boaz shows up. Naomi finds out who she was gleaning in. And immediately when you're operating in faith, there's something that happens that you go from nothing to something. Boaz told the young men, put some stuff behind her. Just drop some. Don't make her work hard. Just drop the stuff. Where she Just drop it. Don't worry about it, just drop it. I'm here to tell you, faith is getting ready to drop some stuff. Faith is getting ready to drop some. Are you listening to me? You cannot have faith and nothing be dropped into you. Just stay in the path. She went back to she went back to Naomi. She not unleashed her faith. Went back to Naomi with a bag full of grain. Even brought Naomi some food. Naomi, the mother-in-law. Girl, where you get all this stuff from? Looking at her. Ruth didn't know nothing. See, while you, when you unleash your faith, you don't have to know everything. You just got to unleash your faith. She didn't know nothing about no boy. She didn't know he was a kinder to a root Naomi or to Naomi's husband or anything. All she knows that I was being fed. She, she eating up with Naomi too. Said, well, I don't know. It's some man called Boaz. Naomi knew. Stay right there with him. Whatever he tell you to do, you stay right there. Don't you put your faith on a leash. You stay right there. And then she said, let me tell you what you do. You go down there when the harvest is up, when they gathered everything, you lay at his feet. <laughs> lay at his feet. Boaz woke up. I got, to I got to go somewhere. Boaz woke up, and when he woke up, he said, who are you? <laughs> and he said, I'm Ruth. She said, I'm Ruth. Cover me. Faith will make you talk when you're not no Faith will make you, I am Ruth. Cover me. <laughs> Cover me. I don't have a covering. Cover me. Cover me. Cover me. I need a covering. Cover me. I need protection. Cover me. When you unleash your faith, you get a covering over you. 
When your faith, he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and he's a reward of them that diligently seek it. But without faith, it's impossible to please him. And so God, when you begin to unleash your faith, God said, I got you covered. 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 You may not seem like it's your cover, but if you are walking in faith, I guarantee you, a thousand will fall at your side. 10,000 at your right hand, but it won't come near you because you are covered. Say, I got a covering faith. So, so, unleash it. The next thing we know, boy, is the married roof. <laughs> Naomi got a son. <laughs> then the women are saying, Ruth is more better to you than seven sons. Then Boaz and Ruth begot Obed. Obed begot Jesse. Jesse begot David. And here you got a bloodline of faith. It's in all their DNA. Got in that little boy called David, DNA. From his mama, his great-great-great-mama or whatever, and got into his bloodline. His daddy sent him to be in the field to watch the sheep, and a bear came and a lion came. But when you have faith, he shifted his faith to a warrior. At the age of 17 or 16 years old, he's there fighting bears and lions while our children are still playing Nintendo. Faith raised him up as a warrior. Faith raised him up as a worshiper. Faith in God, he was singing songs when he was a little boy, writing songs when he was small, talking about God. And God said to Samuel, you go down to Jesse's house. That one got my heart. You can't catch God hard like that unless you have faith. Faith. Faith anointed him. Took the anointing off of the king, the spirit of the king, saw and put it on a teenager. I want to say something to some of y'all teenagers. You ain't got to wait till you get old and graduate from college and all of that if you can believe now. So, so, so here's faith. Here's faith. Now the test comes. I'm almost through. Everybody is afraid of Goliath. Goliath been running his mouth for over 30 days. Paralyzed the whole army of Israel. Standing about 10 feet tall. Armor. Clad up. Killing folks when he was a little boy. But when David showed up, 
He was telling the Israel army, give me a man. I defy your, I defy your God. Give me a man. If he can beat me, then we'll be your servant. But we beat him, you be our servant. All of them, the Bible said, all of them shook. Every time he showed up, they ran. You can't win in unbelief. You'll never have victory in unbelief. The enemy had me down on my bed, and he had me down on my bed, but he didn't realize before faith walked in. And then when, when, when dad wasn't there, and the enemy said, now I got you. I'm weak. I'm, I mean, I couldn't even walk. They was trying to get me to walk and all of the things, but in my spirit, it had nothing to do with my physical body because it was in my spirit. <laughs> I said no weapon formed against me. I can still talk. Shall prosper. I shall live and not die. I shall declare the wonderful works of the Lord. I said the Lord is my life and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength the strength, the strength of my life. I'm healed, healthy, blessed, and prosperous, walking in the overflow of God. The Lord is good. My shepherd, I shall not want. I will live and not die and declare the wonderful works of the Lord. The blessings of the Lord makes me rich and add no sorrow. I am healed. Greater one is in me than he that is in the world. He that begun a good work in me is able to perform it to the very end. I shall see my destiny. I shall live. You better grab hold of the spirit of faith. Sickness backed off of me. Infirmity backed off of me. They went to the devil and said, why you don't have it? He said, that man is a man of faith. Faith. David shows up with some cheese and some wine. Going to check his brothers out because his daddy said, go check them out. And at the same time, the timing of faith, when you walk in the spirit, at the same time, Goliath shows up. Everybody scatter like roaches when the light is on. Goliath talking like he never talked before. And that's what we got in this world today. People are talking like they never talked before. And there are so many men and women are, are compromising with what the enemy is saying. And they're backing off because they're afraid. Because they don't want no confrontation. They don't want no trouble. They just want everything to be at peace. There will not be no peace with the enemy. You got to understand you're going to have to deal with him. And so, David listening to this, oh, who is this uncircumcised? Don't know nothing. Nappy head. Who is this pookie? Then he told Saul, I'll go down and fight him. Saul hesitated. 
but he let them go down and fight. And this is what I want you to see. When David went down there, he got five smooth rocks. And then, the, and then Goliath said, am I a dog that you come to me with a staff? Saying all those things to David. Thought David was going to back down and, all that, and selling him wolf tickets. Thought he was going to back down. Thought that he was just going to just say, okay, you know, I'm backing off. No, 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 no. You have to understand when the spirit of faith comes on you. It never looks at what it looks like. It looks at what it is, what it's going to be like. And faith says, this is the way it's going to be. It's not, don't look at that. I'm dictating you the way it's going to be. And David said to him, see, it wasn't the slingshot and the rock that killed Goliath. It was what David said. David unleashed his faith and said, though you come to me with a sword and a spear, I come in the name of the Lord. This day, not tomorrow, this day, I'm going to deal with you right now. And some of you got to release your faith to deal with situations right now. Don't wait till tomorrow. Deal with them right now. This day, the Lord going to deliver you into mine. And I'm going to take your sword and I'm going to cut off your head. And feed it to the birds of the air. And everybody's going to know her, that there's a God in Israel. It's time for you to stand up and operate in faith so everybody will know that your God is God. Unleash your faith. You got enough faith to deal with your enemy. Unleash it. So, I'm going to close with this. God sent me to tell Harvest Church. I, I, I watch Harvest Church. I'm a part of Harvest Church. I was wondering I was here when they first got this building. We used to have faith conference. We heard about it, so we came. We sat way back over there somewhere. I watched this church transform. I watched the man of God take this church from faith to faith. Then other churches was added on and call it camp. Start teaching others. Then we moved up a little closer. We were sitting about on the fourth row there. Then, 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 then I saw him just, just God just taking him and elevating him all the way back to this, his uh, alma mater, Rima. I was there, we were there when he spoke at Rima, I think for the first time, I don't know. I saw God transform this ministry into what he wanted to be. This whole, he was the first one, y'all better give it to him, he was the first one to have a mall. Come on. Come on, y'all better, come on, come on. He's the first one to believe God for a mall. We were just believing for a little place to stay, a rental place. He said, I'm believing for the mall. Shook me, shook me, shook me. Shook me. Shook me because when I walked in here, I saw faith. I said, babe, why not this, 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 
This, ooh, I didn't know what to say. I didn't know how to talk. I know I couldn't go back to my old traditional denomination, whatever it is. I couldn't deal with that no more because there was nothing there left for me. I wanted faith. I wanted faith to operate in my life. So I got on him and sat on him and listened to him. All of a sudden, things began to change for us. All of a sudden, we went from a rental place to now they, we had 14 acres of land paid off. <laughs> paid off. Stay with him. Got connected. God said, don't di di connect yourself to, to, to this man and this woman. Never forget it. Got in there, and then we built the building. Had the money before we even broke ground. Had the money to build the building. Are you listening to me? Paid the building off in less record time. Then he told me to go get this other 10 acres that was next by me. Because he said, because the man of God said, anything next to you is yours. <laughs> he told me, anything next to you, you get it. You grab it. Any property next to you, you grab it. I went and grabbed it. And the Lord said, the Lord told me to go get it. And what I did was when I went to get it, they wanted, this church, they wanted, because everything was going up. Them 10 acres of land, they wanted uh, $144,000, no, $400,000 for it. And I said, oh, that's, that lets me out, praise the Lord. And, and, and I said, Lord, they want $400,000 for it. God said, I didn't ask you what they want for it. I told you to buy it. I had to say, okay, <laughs> a spirit of faith had to come on me. Are y'all listening to me? Spirit of faith came on upon me. I said, yes, Lord, we're going to buy. I told the congregation, this is what we're going to do. And, then, and before you know it, the Lord had made a way. In the middle of a recession, the Lord has made a way. And now we're sitting on 20 some acres of land. The building paid. Been through the storm, but we're still living by faith. Had some battles, but we're still living by faith. 